Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing Chapter 7 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, The Will of Albus Dumbledore. Uh, first, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love WizardTeam, have a few extra galleons flying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have WizardTeam merch, so head over to our website and set up your nerd fashion and stationary game. And if you want to support us but you don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Happy New Year. Yeah. I have a Wizard Team News it's- thing. It kind of goes with okay. like the other well, thing. It's really quick. So, Well, I was just going to say Happy New Year first. That was our news news. Oh. <laughs> you just skip right over it. It's our first episode of 2019. All you wrote in the thing was Happy New Year. So I thought you said it. I mean, I did. But like, you know, that's, <laughs> I got to write the exact thing that we say. When do we ever go off of the script? I'm just saying. I thought that's all you wanted to say. Okay. okay. I'm very tired. I'm oh sleep my. deprived. I'm sleep deprived. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Happy New Year, y'all, and hope you have had a great uh, first day yesterday. Hope you're having a good second day today. New Year, new you, or same you, you know? If you want to do that same, as well, that's cool. Same you, new year. Happy impeachment 2019. <laughs> Just, you know, putting out what I want to see in the world. I receive it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... My my wizard team news that's kind of about the new year, but it's really I just want to shout out like how awesome our community is, and Word. again reiterate that if you're not in the Slack, you should totally be in the Slack, because a few days ago we just had this like very thoughtful in depth conversation about disabilities and um, illnesses in the wizarding world and how the entry on Pottermore doesn't make any goddamn sense and people were like adding in head cannons and explanations that they thought made sense and it was just one of those like moments when you like look at it and I'm also a little delirious because I woke up really early and I drove really far but I was catching up on the slack and I was like getting teary-eyed because everyone is so thoughtful and smart and thinks about these things really deeply and like, there, we have a thousand bajillion, majillion channels about a thousand bajillion, majillion topics. And in all of those channels and all of those disparate topics, like, people are so smart and thoughtful. Yeah. And it's just, like, a totally. great way to, you know, it just put, it gives me faith in humanity, man. <laughs> and I just wanted to shout that out. And, like, the news is, is that the best writers, the best people working on stories in the wizarding world is us. The fandom. 
And speaking of that, one, like, if you want to, well, before that, before that, um, just to, like, wrap that up, that was a great transition, and I was gonna do it, but then I realized I wanted to add a thing. Joining the Slack is really easy. Um, you can go to our website, blackgirlstrade.org, and you just scroll down a little bit, and there's a form that you can fill out that just, is really just, like, put your email in. Um, there's also a new addition to the website that have the community guidelines both for our Facebook group and our Slack it's mostly geared towards Slack because that's like what our main kind of that's where our main and like most consistent interaction is um mostly just because like I I don't neither of us are really like I'm really not on Facebook very often um but if you you know you look through that see you know we have a set uh guidelines that everyone has agreed to um that you agree to when you join and then you just like go and have fun and like talk nerd shit and it's really great like robin said like i didn't even get like i i kind of skimmed the chat that was happening about illness and and disability and i was like i loved it i was just really tired and was on this like random ass road trip and so i couldn't look at my phone like i was just like i'm taking it in and this is all great but i can't even go i made them stop i was like like, everyone stop typing (laughs) I saw that. I'm so close I just had no up. energy to interact, but like I also appreciated the fact that like one, we the two of us don't have to be in there no, or like have going. to be active for things to happen like that. And that is really important. And then also too that we have so many like amazing people in the community who are thinking about these things and thinking about representation and fandom and specifically because we're wizard team, Harry Potter and those intersections. Um and then speaking of that, uh Connie and I did some things. It was um, so good. So, since today is January second, so all of them are out now. We had we did a um, Kwanzaa themed series, um, our BSU series. They're all set in the same universe, which is now called the BSU verse. It it spiraled, but it's cool and it's fun. I just um, want to say that shout like, out I was, real quick. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say really quickly. Shout out to Delia for being a beta reader, beta reader slash getting looped in to this stuff kind of like it it's not on purpose I think that's how a lot of folks who end up doing things with us happens where like it's just a conversation that then spirals and it's like great cool you're like doing this thing now <laughs> um and I feel like that's happened with literally everyone News, including Connie who was our managing right. editor Connie like, managing Deb, editor, Deb like, runs the newsletter, newsletter. <laughs> for sure literally has just like oh we have a conversation series. and yeah all of a sudden, you're like, "Whoa, you're I'm, like, I'm doing work I'm that I didn't." In this thing, and we're like, "Well, do we have a job for you?" <laughs> Man, we got you, bro. We got you. Um, so yeah, but you should check them out. We kind of basically because you know they don't celebrate Kwanzaa in Britain, and I doubt they celebrate it in the Wizarding World, but maybe. Well, who knows? They actually do TBD. celebrate it in Britain. Um, because when oh, I they, was, maybe they do. When I was looking for um image, mm-hmm. I found one on a British website. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. like, maybe they do now, but it's originally, like, an African-American. It's, African, yeah. it's uh, originated in, Africa, in African-America. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's not. I, I didn't mean to say that, but then I, it just <laughs> it, happened. It works. Uh, it wasn't what I was trying to say, but y'all get what I'm saying. And so, yeah, so we just took the themes of, those, of, like, the principles and not necessarily, they're not celebrating Kwanzaa in the world. They're just, we're telling stories based on, like, Nia, purpose, or, you know. I just so want to say it was too cool that and it's fun. I feel uh, also another one of my like, New Year's resolutions because like <laughs> I have ADD, but also I'm just who I am as a person. I drop things and I miss things and I'm oblivious sometimes. But we were talking like I forget which it must have been Umoja the original 
um, story, and we were talking about Blaze, and then it, like, spiraled out of control. Well, no, because then, what happened is it wasn't even that. It was, like, we had... I don't even know what the conversation was. Some, I don't know how it brought up, but somehow it was, like, we were in... It was me, you, and Connie, and yeah. we were talking about Blaze, and then it just, like, went into this and thing, and then I was, like, thing. I'm in a document. I was, yeah, like, you guys were in the document, in and I lost it somehow because, I don't know, I was, like, squirrel! And then, like, earlier and then connie was like last year connie was like i'm gonna do a kwanzaa series and i was like cool do a kwanzaa series and then she didn't get it done in time so she released umoja during black wizard history month and then she was like hey we should still do the kwanzaa series and i was like okay i know and i was just like so excited because like like you said like these things like it may seem like we work with the same people or whatever but really it started with like someone wrote a bsu post and then our brains went really in depth into blaze and you and connie actually are writers with follow through and you followed through and then i was just sitting there like oh shit look at all this stuff this is great when did Content. this happen <laughs> wow what was happening with me did i fall asleep i must have fallen asleep but i'm happy yay it's so, funny because this is actually my second third and fourth fanfic ever love it so that's cool and they're very and it's been a great distraction for, or not distraction, but like a uh, break from like my Other own projects. stuff because that's what I've been, I've been needing to take a break. So it's a good brain, uh, brain, because it's so brain much vacation. easier. It's so much easier to write oh, yeah. in someone else's world. Oh yeah. And you can write, I can write short things in the wizarding world. Yeah, right. Pages. That's amazing. That's right? I know. That's crazy. When I did Howler a History, I was like, oh, I have this like thing in my head and I knocked that shit out in a day, like. Just easy. I did. I literally did it in like twenty minutes, and then I like went back to it, and I added yeah. and some things around. But like, literally, like the bulk of the work I, I mean, did was in honestly, twenty minutes. My first drafts for mine were like done in like the like a week. Like I like um, Connie had been writing hers and sending them in or whatever, and I was like, okay, I can't start until because I was finishing some stuff up. So I was like, I can't start until whatever. And so the minute I, once I started, I was just like, bam, here's another <laughs> one. Bam, here's another one. <laughs> And then I was like, how did this happen? This is not, like, this is not, this would never be easy. In your own world. If it was my own thing. But I think part of that is, like, your, you know, it's your head, you get in your own head. It's yeah. also, you have to make up so many, so much more stuff. Whereas, like, yeah. in the Wizarding World at it's this point, set. it's made up. Yeah. So you really are just, like, moving people adding to this, or, yeah. like, playing around with things that are already there. Um, or fixing but yeah, things anyway, that are broken. Yeah, so anyway, you should read those. But also, in February, we are going to have Black Wizard History Month again. And so, um, that will include fan fiction. That will include, perhaps, we will. We need to officially announce this soon, but we are trying to do a live wizard team in February. Yes. So, that is a thing that's going to happen. Um, and we'll have, like, actual, like, flashing light details, we flyers. Like, we'll do that, like, in the next week or two. Yeah, um, we have some but, crazy ideas for Black Wizard History Month. And I'm, some of them may happen. Some, some of them may, may happen. Some may not happen. Some may we may want them to happen this year, but they'll happen in, in next year. Like the whole Quanta series thing, we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. But I love this is like my favorite time of the year. And if you guys have like any ideas, send them out to us. And and we we're we're excited. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so though there will be. I'm gonna be now that it's a new year. We're working on the content calendar getting stuff if folks if um if y'all have hogwarts bsu pieces you want to just like slide to me you know you've been you've been like on the low like i'm working on this thing like hit me up because february we had a whole month full of fun and things and if you don't have hogwarts bsu pieces uh check out our uh 
critical companion series and see if there's something mm-hmm. there you want to write about. Exactly. Our critical New companion Year, series for February is going to be about blackness or, in Harry Potter and like right. whether that's like in world or like being a fan of Harry Potter as being black. What it will it'll, check out our website. It's on there. It's on there. Um, okay, let's go. Yes. So all of I'm going to fall asleep mid, I'm going to snore like mid chapter. I think you'll be fine. I hope so. There's a lot. There's a lot happening in this chapter. I don't think it falls. So much. Happening. Okay. So previously on Wizard Team, I don't know why it feels like we last recorded like a month ago. Can I just tell you? So I was like telling my mom, I was, like, I have to leave on this day. I have to leave on this day. She's like, just stay one extra day. And I was like halfway through the, and my friend wanted to go see Into the Spider-Verse again, which I did. And it's still amazing. It's great. And then it was like five o'clock and I was like, oh shit. I know why. I had to leave yesterday because I have to record because it's a whole new week. Mm-hmm. Though it feels like it's been a month. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess that makes sense. It's like holidays. Everything moves slow. Mm-hmm. Like I've done lost track of time. I baked all of the cookies. Times. Me too. And cake. Five. I didn't make a cake. yummy. I did make a lot of, like, I made mulled wine a lot, which my mm. mom then stuck it to the movie theater, which I thought was hilarious. I made, I made cider. I almost made cider. And, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Previously. Previously on Wizard Team. Last month. <laughs> last year. <laughs> last, last year. year on last team. year on Wizard Team. Um, so, Mrs. Weasley is trying to figure out why the trio are forsaking their education in the year of our Lord Voldemort. And Who's Lord Voldemort? Who's huh? Mans? Who's? They're, they're, they're Mans. The, the, the year of their Lord Voldemort. There you go. Yeah. Um, and Harry's like, I don't really know what to tell you, fam. Like, I mean, I get it and I appreciate you, but like also it, it, there it is that way. A 70 sometimes. plus year old noseless man out here trying to murk me. And I just feel like Hogwarts isn't the place to be. No. I don't feel like I should roll out the red carpet so he can kill me. Make it a little difficult. You know, keep him moving. Keep him on his toes. Be scrappy. Bob and weave. Bob and and weave. (laughs) Um, So then, um, what else happened? So then because of that, Mrs. Weasley is trying to like keep the three of them separate so that they don't have time to plan so they can delay their adventure, which like is, you know, not intuitive, but like Whatever. Um, we, uh, the Delacours come to visit, or come for the wedding. They're like, so now the house is like bursting at the seams, um, because there are like at least 20 people in the borough and it's not made for that. At all. Um, everyone is still reeling from Mad-Eye's death. Um, and Harry decided in that moment that he forgot who he was and the fact that he had done no research whatsoever on horcruxes and was really just waiting on Hermione to do it and so then but instead of he forgot that and was like it's cool y'all just go back to school I got this I, I on my own it. by myself I know nothing I don't know I don't know where any of the horcruxes are I don't know how to destroy them I, I gotta know, find seven things like, in this country no idea That's well, not seven so. not seven six like five five, five. four or five I have to find five things in this country and I know I don't know where to start, but I don't I'm know good. where to end. I, know, I don't know how to. Destroy I know that there's it. five of them. I don't know where to find so the thing to destroy go. it. But I, I got this. I know that there's five of them, and that's all I need to know. So y'all can go. Right, and then Hermione and Ron were like, 
Um, you know how much we actually sacrificed to do this thing? We're doing this thing. And then Harry's like, wow, friends. How many oh of us Oh my god, been? Portia just brought up something sad. Oh, damn. Or not what sad, which... but a milestone. What'd she say? It's the last Black Wizard History Month as a part of the original read-through of Wizard Team. Oh. Next Black Wizard History Month, we will... We don't know we'll what we'll doing be doing something. on Wizard Team, but... We don't. Wow. We will have finished the books. Wow. Yeah. Three years it took us. I mean, like this year. Wait, okay. This is one of the things I was gonna say. We did our uh, in the news. No, in new. So it like, you know how many times we said, "Oh, we'll get to that in three years," or we'll get to that in four years, <laughs> y'all. It's four years. Yeah. <laughs> this is our fourth year. Oh my god. Okay, it's not the time. When we get to July, then we can have these feelings. We don't need to have them yet. We're only on chapter seven. Um. So yes, and then um, Molly asks Harry what he wants for his birthday, uh, because he's turning 17, and that's a big deal, trademark, um, and he's like, please don't do too much, because I honestly, like, I already know, like, you're going to try to do too much, and we don't have the time. So Ooh, please Chile. Chill. Ooh, Chile. Um, chapter seven, The Will of Albus Dumbledore. They open Albus's will and it says, Dear Harry, never mind. Hermione's going to do it all by herself. Chill out. And Just stay at the burrow. You'll be good. You'll be good. Bob and Weave, but Hermione's going to do the actual labor. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Love you. Mm-hmm. And next week on Wizard Team, P.S. We'll be P.S. P.S. I'm sorry I didn't tell you everything about the Horcruxes. Here's a detailed um, step-by-step guide. You just pass over to Hermione. Yeah. Okay, but what really happened? Chapter seven. Um, so he has he first starts off with this dream that he's having where he's Voldemort, um, and he is walking along a mountain road, um, searching for a man who held the answer to his problem. And then he's woken up by Ron, who's like, "You've been muttering in your sleep. You keep saying Gregorovich," um, and Harry's like, "Who's Gregorovich?" Ron is like, well, I don't know. I didn't say. I'm not the one I didn't say it. Sleep. <laughs> that was you. Um, just so that we're all on the same page. Gorovich is a wand maker, um, and he in somewhere in Europe. It's Germany? not clear. Maybe or Bulgaria. Like it's not clear. It's definitely not in like in Eastern Europe, the UK, somewhere. in Eastern Europe. Yes, there we go. In Eastern Europe, and he made. Victor Crumb's wand. So he's yes. like the Ollivander of Eastern Europe. Yes. Although Ollivander is a little, I think, what was that in Goblet of Fire? He's like, yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't do make wands this way, but like, you do you. You you yeah. know what I mean? Like, to each his own. Yeah. Um, but so. you know what's really funny is like, because of all of the stuff, I'm like, now I'm like, would you not make wands this way, Ollivander, because you're a colonialist? <laughs> like, mm-hmm only believe in the one way to do things and or is it really like that's a bad way to make wands what's the truth both and told you Honestly, truth. i thought it was just some like professional petty you know okay i could see that too i thought of it more as that i'm I, like mm, i mean he's cool but i thought of it as you know like what i mean like, like they're they're like direct com- i mean i don't know if they're direct competitors but yeah because i don't know how that works but like they I thought of it as him being like, Gregorovich cuts corners and dabbles in some wand cores that are a little suspect. Mm. A little, you know, like, 
cross the line into the dark arts and to the right. like, you know, samples a little evil. That's how I took it. Just, just a little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle. Just sprinkle a little evil. A little sprinkle mm-hmm. of evil. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then uh, Harry says, he, so Harry has a vague idea that he had heard the name before but could not think where. I think Voldemort's looking for him. Poor bloke, said Ron. Just like, I mean, at that point, like, what else are you going to say? Like, wow, that sucks to be him. I mean, it's like when you know that you did something or you don't even know if you did something and some kid comes back and goes, your mama looking for you. And you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I yeah, don't want it. But, mm-mm. no, thank you. And every and um, all the kids you hang out with are just like, oh, shit. And you're just like, ooh. Like, ooh. Yep. Gotta walk the plank. Mm-hmm. But the plank yeah. is Voldemort. <laughs> Oof. Oh, it's unfortunate. Unfortunate. <laughs> um, so then Harry says that he thinks Voldemort is abroad. Um, the like where like he saw didn't look like anywhere in Britain. And then he says, "Don't tell Hermione." Although, how she expects me to stop seeing stuff in my sleep? I don't know. Maybe Aquamancy. Yeah. Because isn't that like the thing you're supposed to empty your mind before bed, and then that's how you mm-hmm. don't? But like, it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. He needs a meditation. That ship room. has sailed. Like, hey Molly, yeah. I know the burrow is packed to the brim, and you're sleeping in the in the living room. But can we like clear out a closet so I can have a meditation room, some incense, yeah, some sage I can burn cool. before bed, mm-hmm. a pensieve. Oh yeah. my god, a pensieve would be the best to like go to sleep because you know when you overthink, yeah, you just sit oh, there yeah. thinking, but you could just empty all your thoughts before bed, just like ugh. Mm-hmm. Like just give me like let me just wait on that mm-hmm. till tomorrow. I'll put it all back I'll in put you tomorrow. Back in my head. Well, because you know how many times that I've like, and this has been happening to me at least since high school, but probably before that, um, where I'll be asleep, minding my own business, and you wake up with the, the and then anxiety. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, shit, I didn't do this, and it's like three in the morning. Where did that thought come from? I was asleep. Like, I was passed all the way out. Like, hit rim and everything. And then it was like, but wait, what if this... I didn't do this. And now all of a sudden I'm stressed. But anything I could do? Trash. Wow. It's garbage. Yeah, you didn't have to, you know, tag me out like that. You just didn't have to do me. My thought, bro. Like, that's just that's just a thing that has happened to me often. Ooh. It's, yeah garbage garbage um so then uh ron is like oh no so harry says that he thinks that gorgovich has something to do with quidditch and ron's like are you sure you're not thinking of gorgovich um who was a chaser transferred to the chudley cannons for a record fee two years ago record holder for the most quaffle drops in a season is that good no that drop sounds... in the quaffle i was gonna say so i think he was he was traded because they thought he was gonna do some and then what he did was drop all the quaffles. Was drop the quaffles. Can yeah. I just say, as someone who had to watch Arsenal drop all the balls, we lost five one, five to one to Liverpool. Yikes. My I cousin Leah's five points squad. in soccer. That's wild. So Leah was just talking sh- crap the whole time. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, okay, so Harry's like, I'm definitely not thinking about Gorgovich. 
I try not to either, said Ron. Well, happy birthday anyway. And and Harry's like, wow, that's right. I forgot. I'm 17. And then he um, tries to summon his glasses, which he's like super excited that he can do that, except then he gets poked in the eye. Um, and then he's like just doing hellish. He's just wilding out, basically. He's like, I can use magic now. Flick, flick. Like, <laughs> Yo, twins. Hold my beer. Just, just went straight. He just was like, loopy loop, like Guardian Levy Osa, you know, flash bang, bloop blop, like bling blow, all that with his wand. Um, and Ron is just like, cool. Um, make sure that you zip up your fly, you know, XYZ. Yep. And um, and then gives Ron and then gives Harry um his present, which is twelve fail safe ways to charm witches. Ugh. Um, which doesn't say who wrote it, so that's like a thing. But these kind of books are always kind of like why and like no, just like be a decent human being and like talk to people how you would talk to talk to girls how you would talk to any human being because guess what, girls are human beings. Human beings. I know that that's like. I think you just you know, want a Nobel Prize. I think that is like. I was gonna say like I know that that's like controversial discovery. and like. Who's ever said that before? And even, like, who's ever thought that? That's crazy, right? Like, human beings? Wow. But, like, you know. I don't know. I think that you just set yourself up to win the Nobel Prize in science. Because I think you just, like, made a breakthrough that will change Mm -hmm. the face of society as we know it. Right, right. You know? I'm waiting on my honorary PhD. We don't even need a cure for cancer. You just solved it. (laughs) World peace? You just did that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Um, real quick to feels because that's what Maggie wanted no, to bring no, us. No, um, no. She says it's not that bad. She says it's so sad that Harry's birthday has been overlooked for his whole childhood that he doesn't think much of it other than being able to do magic now. And I think there's also like I mean it's the same with like Christmas where he at this point like you know his friends give him presents and he's been giving them to them as well or like giving them presents as well. But like I think he very much is it's it's always an afterthought. Like oh yeah that is a thing. Yeah. And, like, he likes it, but is very much not, like, like, he's just kind of been trained to not expect think or, about it or, yeah, yeah, not make a big deal out of it. I will yeah. say, though, like, some, to some people, though, like, celebrations and stuff like that just aren't a big deal. No, and that's fine. I think it's great. But I also think that, like, if he, but he is, like, like, like a kid, it would so be it a big, should be a bigger deal. You said what? He's still a kid, so maybe it should be a bigger deal. Like, and also, this is a milestone birthday. Birthday, you know what I mean? And like, not to say that like he has to be excited about it. Um, and it's also not to say that like if the Dursleys had um, given him birthday parties and like actually, you know, acknowledged the fact the day that he was born, that he would have a, happy a different event. reaction. <laughs> but I think that like you know, having it just be acknowledged, like Maggie saying, like period. Right, yeah. because they would literally just ignore it, and like, meanwhile, the month before Dudley's getting this like lavish like thing, like, oh, we're going the to the zoo birthday. and we're getting three different kinds of ice cream and like yeah. just like all this kind of stuff, and then like, your birthday comes and like nothing. Um, it just yeah, trash. It doesn't have to be like a big thing, but just the fact that people are even remembering that it's his birthday, or like you know, I'm sure the Dursleys knew, but they're purposefully ignoring it. So having people who are acknowledging it, I think is just clutch. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, Ron talks about if he had read that Fred and George gave him a copy, um, and he's learned a lot. And if he had had it last year, he'd have known how to get rid of lavender and how to get going with dot dot dot. Um, he just kind of, but we know it's Hermione. But also, like, just don't be an asshole. Hermione already likes you. Lavender liked liked you, but like you could just break yeah. up. Like just whatever. Um, and also so, like how to get rid of lavender. Like that's just you're it's trash. Just, you're just, just. I I love Ron so much, but the older I get, it's like God, he was trash the whole time. <laughs> the whole time he was trash. Why did nobody tell me? Ain't nobody gonna tell me, Ron. The character that I'm like, he's so funny. He's got all he the is. heart. We, he does. Like, he was trashed the whole Those are all facts. Time. Both and, you know, we contain multitudes. Multitudes of trash. <laughs> Ron. Like, <laughs> take a breath. My God. Ooh. Um. Okay, so then they go downstairs to the kitchen where there's a pile of presents um, waiting on the table. A pile. Um... Harry opens uh, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley's present, which is a watch, um, very much like the one that Ron had gotten for his 17th. It was gold with stars circling around the face inside the hands. It's traditional to give a wizard a watch when he comes of age. I'm afraid this one isn't new like Ron's. It was actually my brother Fabian's, and he wasn't terribly careful with his possessions. It's a bit dented on the back. Um, So this is like the first time that either of the Pruitt brothers are mentioned in actual relation to Molly. But also, and, well, do we get their stories in Order of the Phoenix? So we, yeah. we learn that, like, we learn that they were killed by Death Eaters. Yeah. But, like, you know, they didn't go down without a fight or nothing. But it was in that thing where Mad Eye was like, hey, Harry, look at all these people all in the picture pictures. who died. Yeah. Um, but they were in that picture. But then we don't get, like, I think there might have been maybe another, I don't know that there was many mentions of them. So, like, even when, because I believe... Was it Dalahav who killed the Pruitts? I do not know. It might have been Dalahav who killed the Pruitts. And um, and, and when the, he escapes in Order of the Phoenix, I remember, it, like, I think we had talked about how it was kind of weird that, like, it says, like, this person murdered the Pruitts, and then, like, Ron and Weasley's haven't... Like, you know, they're concerned about the breakout in a way that, like... Yeah. Just because, like, they generally are, but it didn't feel as much as personal mm-hmm. um, as it probably and it definitely did should to, like, have been Neville or like would have yeah. yeah and it should have been right it should have been it was just kind of like a miss because that was like literally there it's molly's brothers yeah but also i just want to like this is this is harry is her son mm-hmm. like she's giving a family like not just like a family heirloom of like oh this is my brother's watch and you'll meet him at the wedding like this is my right. dead brother mm-hmm. who died at the hands of voldemort and his funky ass followers. And this might be one of the only like physical possessions of his that I own. And it's yours because I got to keep it in the family because you're my family. Mm-hmm. I got to take a nap. <laughs> um, so Harry got up and hugged her. Um, he tried to put a lot of unsaid things into the hug and perhaps she understood them because she patted his cheek clumsily when he released her. Um, so I just like, even though we were, you know, Molly was doing the most in the last chapter, like, I really, really do like her relationship with Harry. Yes. Um, and the way that she just kind of, like, took him in without even really a thought. Yeah. Like, he was like, she was like, oh, 
my sons just took this illegal car across the country and brought back a child. Cool. He's mine now. <laughs> you brought he's me. Like, you gave me a He's like, they're, they're getting in trouble, but like, he's mine but now. But hey, so like, do you want some whatever. sausage? You want some breakfast? <laughs> we good. We yeah. Good. Um, so like that consistency, I think is, is really great. And the fact that she was really like committed to doing that. Yeah. And it's never um, really wavered at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when like Ron is tripping, she's like, whatever. Brothers yeah. fight. You'll get over <laughs> it. <laughs> right. Um, so then, um, so we see Hermione got him a new sneakoscope, which hopefully they'll actually pay attention to. Um, cause they did not do that the last time. Nope. Bill and Flora got him an enchanted razor. Um, the Delacours got him chocolates, and then Fred and George got him an enormous box of the latest Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, which, like, again, is this a present if he, like, can have them for free anyway? Yes. Okay. The I personally just wanted to check. <laughs> yes. Listen. It's not even, like, in an ungrateful way. I'm just curious about, like, uh, yeah. what's the word? Like, the rules. Right. Um. <laughs> um, so cool. So Hermione takes all of Harry's gifts and are like, I'll pack these for you. Um, I'm just waiting on the rest of your underpants to come out of the wash, Ron. Um, and Ron's like, what? But um, this is as they're leaving the kitchen to go up to the room. And then they're um, interrupted by Jenny. Can we just skip this who part? Asks, no, we cannot. Um, she asks Harry to come into her room for a moment. Ron comes to an abrupt halt, but Hermione's like, bro, if you don't just... Giggity, giggity, he, like giggity. basically drags him up the stairs. Um, she goes in. Jenny's like happy seventeenth, and Harry's like thanks. And then um, they have sex. <laughs> no. So then he's like, she's like, I couldn't think of what to get you. Um, and Harry's like, you didn't have to get me anything because that's he's just he's so obtuse. But it's okay. He didn't realize what was going down. She's like, because... I'm about to give you this. I'm about to take your V. <sighs> Yikes. But, g- but didn't we already decide that's what had happened? Cause... Right. Right. You guys are right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, she's like, I didn't know it would be useful. Nothing too big because you wouldn't be able to take it with you. Like, she's really out here. She's trying to have game. Um, and then Harry glances at her. She was not tearful. That was one of the many wonderful things about Jenny. She was rarely weepy. Which I'm like, I mean, okay. But this also feels very much like a, she's not like other girls. Thing. This is and it's Choshade. I didn't even think about you. This That's why I was like something. I was like something really like hit. Like I don't like this sentence. And that's why it's Cho Shade, and it's also one of those like she's not like other girls, even though it's like are other girls really weepy? Or are you just? Yeah. Um, Delia says read faster, Bayana, because she cannot. And then she I'm gave skipping us things. The, okay, us, I skipped over the entire description of Jenny's bedroom. She Thank gave you very us much. the vomit, and now she is typing. Yeah, the Cho Shade has got to go. The anti fem has got to go. <laughs> I feel like this should be like on a, a in a chair. The Cho Shade has got to go. The anti fem has got to go. And also, how would he know? And also, <laughs> how would you know? And then, how would he know in in uh, all caps? In all caps. They for literally three weeks. Exactly. It's There's, okay, let's just keep going. Where are I the also, Toros to do but this? Another thing, too, is I just want to say, they are not broken up. Like, I need I need him to stop saying, like, we broke up so that Voldemort, we'll get there. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> 
So then she's like, so then I thought, I'd like to get you something to remember me by, you know, if you meet some Vila while you're off doing whatever you're doing. I'm just like, Running um, from his, trying to save his life and the lives of all the wizarding well, world. But I mean, she's, but what about the Vilas? She has to make sure that he yeah. doesn't forget her. I mean, listen, I know that that one time when I had to go on the run because there was a psychopathic mass murdering fascist after me, mm-hmm. um, I did have this like really hot and heavy fling. It was, yeah, we took like two weeks. We walked on the beach. We did like those long sandy walks and everything like that. So like, you know. Mm-hmm. I could see, I could see that being something that she would be concerned about. I mean, mostly, mostly I spent my time hiding, scared for my life, crying, and missing my family. But there was that like time. There was that two weeks where that was like two weeks. It got really hot and heavy with this hot like Vila dude. There are no Vila dudes, are there? No. I don't know. Um. So Delia says this is the most cliche grossness, and it's actually funny because like. Reading this when I was younger, like, the first time I read it, I was just like, okay, yeah. I mean, also, I didn't really question, really, any of the, like, relationships. I was just like, whatever. It it says that's what's happening, so that's what's What's happening. happening. You know what I mean? And it was only as I got older and read the book more and more that I was just like, (laughs) except, like, even, I mean, the Harry and Jenny one, definitely, at the beginning, I had a little stumble where I was like, word? Well, for me, though, it was always, yeah, it was always that. It was always, where did this come from? But I never questioned, like... Yeah, I was like, that was the only one where I was like, where did it come from? And then I just let it go. Yeah. And then I was just like, like, okay, cool. I'm just operating on where and left. Cool, whatever. Um, Thank God I read these. I mean, not thank God, but I am glad that I read these younger. Because that was, like, one of the things where the Hunger Games is also... We should do a, a mocking J team. I don't know. Anyway, oh, the God. Hunger Games is like one is one of the other like really great series that I loved, and that like ruined it for me from Jump. But also, they came out when I was an adult, and I was mm-hmm. just like, Katniss, you don't have the time. <laughs> like, put it on a shelf, unpack that shit when you're alive, and not in fear for your life at all times. Yeah, for real. For real. And yeah. Um, Maggie says that Harry should shouldn't Harry be concerned that Ginny isn't a little upset about him going into certain danger, and Amani says no, that's their kink. Yes. And Delia says hi, I'm Harry Potter, and danger is my kink. And you remember remember back in the news when I said that whole thing about the slack and our community and how great they are. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Take it all back. Oh my gosh. Um, so then so then Ginny says, there's a silver lining I was looking for. And then she kissed him as she had never kissed him before. And Harry was kissing her back. And it was blissful oblivion. Better than fire whiskey. Ugh. She was the only real thing in the world, Ginny. The feel of her. One hand at her back Ugh. and one in her long, sweet-smelling hair. Ugh. <laughs> I'm glad someone's enjoying this. Y'all. And my thing is, is like, it makes me laugh that Harry really thought they was breaking up. Like, who else? Like, Voldemort is not... Just because you broke up with somebody does not mean that you no longer have feelings for them. And Voldemort is going to see if they... Like, you know, obviously things didn't go Also, if she crosses but paths it's with absolutely Voldemort, she's dead anyway. Right. It's, first of all, he she's just, dead anyway. Second of all, it's though. completely... It's completely possible for him to, like, say... Say uh, Jenny runs into Voldemort. And then Harry's like... Or then he's like, oh, let's lose some Occlumency. Who, who are you? I mean, they, no, because he wouldn't know that it was just the Horcrux. But um, he'd be like, who are you? 
and then finds out, oh, you dated Harry Potter? Oh, he broke up with you because he didn't want me to know that I that he loved you? Oh, cool. He loves you. Great. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> like, just, Birdman hand run. Right. Like, all right. But also, I just feel like, like it needs to be said again that if she came across Voldemort, Voldemort kills fools because it's a Tuesday. Right. He's like, like I just, the logic here is he's just like... like it's just a way for us to be tortured over a relationship that only lasted yeah. three weeks. Like they literally, wa- it was septum sempra, and then Jenny was like, "Wow, I really, I really do love you a lot." And so we're just gonna like walk around the lake and hold hands, and then you're gonna go off to the cave, and that's it. And I'm, and, and you're gonna up. break like, up with like, me because you don't want Voldemort to find out. And Voldemort's like, on Wednesdays we wear pink and cruciatus. Also, people. I'm pretty sure Snape found out. Like Snape would know. Yeah. And could t- because like he had Harry on during that love- on weekends, yeah, for detention. So he and and like as much as Snape probably wouldn't want to know about like the goings on and relationships of like mm. students at Hogwarts, Snape he knows about Harry Potter at the very least. Like there's no way. And also, I feel I like just, Snape lives for the drama. I'm very confused. He follows all of their Instagram accounts and um, has a lot to say on the on the it couples of the day. Mm-hmm. it's just a lot um Delia says also this is kind of really manipulative like if Harry was truly needing space she's out here like but I want you to think about me while you're out there trying to save the world um and I yeah and I get that I think the only like I think it's still a little manipulative but like he was very clear with her why he broke up with her yeah like he did very much say like oh it's just cause like Voldemort but like I still really mess with you though and, like, I would be with you, but, like, Voldemort. Tom just, man, he just really be getting in the way of people. And it's so funny, because Tom's love? just sitting there like, I love love. What are you talking about? <laughs> love actually is my all-time favorite movie. What are oh, you talking about? No. Why would I ever? I would never get in the way of, like, puppy love. Like, that is mm-hmm. why I'm here. Tom's like, have you seen... To all the boys I've loved before, they wrote that about me. They took that out of <laughs> straight out of my diary. Oh no! It was all of the boys that I, I loved that crossover and killed let's, let's, and made horcruxes. <laughs> to all the horcruxes I made before. <laughs> Yikes! Um, okay, so then the door bangs open and they jump apart because really, so they were about to get it on. Like that's what that was what Jenny's uh, gift was. Gift was going to She's be wearing matching um, um, panty sets. She was like, I'm gonna, it's, it's happening now. I don't, like, if this was really what she was trying to do, though, I don't know why she would have asked with, like, Ron there, but it's fine. Um, or, like, asked to talk to Harry with Ron there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so then Ron's like, oh, sorry. Um, Hermione's oh, sorry. just behind, Germani, Hermione is just behind him, slightly out of breath. So, like, he, like, ducked and dodged her. He, like, broke her ankles <laughs> and then ran back down the he stairs. He cocked blocking like, like a that's what happened. <laughs> I'm just I'm so irritated about it. Like I get like like the Ginny and like and Harry stuff is like a lot and very just like it's just not good. But like writing wise, it's not good. But then you got Ron out here. So like on the one hand, you're like, wow, thank you for cutting that short because like yikes, didn't need that anymore. But also, Ron, what are you doing? <laughs> like, please, cock blocking. My God, just trash. Um, and then. Uh, Jenny is like, well, happy birthday anyway, Harry. Um, 
And then Harry's shining moment had popped like a soap bubble. All the reasons for ending his relationship with Jenny, for staying well away from her, seemed to have slunk inside the room. How are you staying well away from her? You're sleeping up the stairs. It doesn't make sense. And it's just not going to save her. And we, I mean, okay, we know that Harry is not good at plans. So this is just one of those things. Also, Julia makes a great point that this is a terrible plan for a first time in your family's house in the middle of the day. Like, it's not even midday. It's still well, breakfast well, time. And, like, in your family's house, well, it's, like, full to the brim. Like, yeah. there's, like, nowhere for folks to go. Like, you could at least take them over the hill, like, to the orchard or some shit. Like, right. It's still <laughs> breakfast from, like, time. They're, like, your your parents and your soon Folks be, going up and down. Like, like, in-laws. Molly might have your laundry. She might be coming right. in. Like, oh, Jenny, I, oh, 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 shit. <laughs> like, you didn't even alohomora or whatever. You didn't even lock. What's the opposite of alohomora? You didn't do that to the door. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not a just, good plan. You know, and and Ron is your brother. You know him. I don't know. Maybe you don't know him. Have you met Ron? This was a bad plan. Yeah. It was all bad. It's just it the bad the writing's bad the scenario the. Hey man, hmm. I it's consistent remember when we used to read these books and just loved it and that's it it's consistent i do i don't remember but but yeah no muffliato (laughs) right i mean you have magic use it oh my god (laughs) like you're of age now harry like jenny can't do it but you can like if you wanted to you know do the damn thing do the damn thing but be like be prepared man moving on um so he looked at jenny um and she she had turned her back on him he thought that she might have succumbed for once to tears i just y'all couldn't hear my eyes rolling but that's just what happened i just don't understand especially for someone who cried as much as he cried in the last two and then I also just think that, like, saying that she doesn't cry is such a, like, disservice to, like, all the trauma that she's been through. Right? <laughs> like, not, like, and, and, I mean. And you just, don't like, have to cry. Show aside. You don't like, have to cry. Like, show aside, right? But, like, she has some, like, serious. Yeah. I don't know. Like, things that she deals with on her own. And so then to be like, oh, I like that she doesn't cry just sounds like, you sound like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? But it's also like she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't cry, but she bottles it all inside. It doesn't make her coping right. with it any better or stronger because she doesn't cry. Exactly. I cry a lot. I'm plenty strong. I cry all the time, actually. And I think the reason why I'm strong is because I cry so much. I just get it out, get out of the way. Can't relate, but like you know, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so. Ron marched downstairs through the still crowded kitchen and into the yard. Um, Harry kept pace with him all the way, Hermione trotting along behind, looking scared. Um, Then Ron rounds on Harry. You ditched her. What are you doing now messing her around? And Harry's like, I'm not. Um, She was really cut up when you ended it. So was I. You know why I stopped it. And it wasn't because I wanted to. Um, So, like, I do want to put, like, Ron is blaming Harry. Ron Ron is blaming Harry, but also, like, first of all, Jenny is the one who called him in. Like they y'all, you right. were there. You saw it. Jenny said, "Hey, Harry, can I talk? You come in here for a second? Mm. Harry didn't march up like, "Oh, y'all keep go. Y'all go ahead. I'm gonna knock on Jenny's door." Like that's not what happened. Um, I do understand like wanting to be protective of his sister and like, especially because of the three of them. Given you know, because Harry 
hasn't been at the borough or ha- wasn't at the borough for the beginning of the uh-huh. summer. And Hermione was at home until she seven potters. Um, yeah. she was at home for maybe like a week and then she sent her parents away. But like, I understand like he would have seen her have issues, but then also yeah. like if Jenny doesn't cry, then like how, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that Ron can see like how emotional she is about it and can understand that part. And so then when he sees Harry trying to like, or like interacting with her in a way that could maybe get her hopes up, like I get why he would be that way. The problem is it wasn't written that way. And so it wouldn't make sense for him to interpret it that way. If that makes sense. Yes. Or he's again, cause he is a chauvinist pig. He's expecting Harry to somehow, be a better man and no Jenny we can't and I'm gonna right. go or whatever and it's all on but Harry he's 17 and, Jenny and he loves but also Jenny right. doesn't play a role in it Jenny's wants and needs don't mm-hmm. play it Jenny asks him yeah, to come in yeah it absolutely in, does not take into but, account her agency at all yeah it's all on Harry to like squash it and make sure that it doesn't mm-hmm. happen mm-hmm. um Harry's like she's not an idiot she knows it can't happen she's not expecting us to to end up married or and then he has a vivid image uh, of Jenny in a white dress marrying a tall, faceless, and unpleasant stranger. What? <laughs> Honestly, what? What's really funny is that this paragraph, I hate how it begins, but I like how it ends. How? How do you like how so it, it ends? it ends with, her future was free and unencumbered, whereas his, he could see nothing but Voldemort ahead. And so I like that he's like very much at this point is very much on some like, this is just my life. It's like how I felt two days ago um, after cleaning the house and then my back was just like in a lot of pain. And I was like, wow, this is the rest of my life. Like, I'm just going to have like back pain for the rest of my life. And like, you know, once you've accepted that, it's fine. But every once in a while, it just hits you again. And you're like, yo, this is just how my life is. And I think that in that moment, he had, I mean, (laughs) in that moment, I'm very sleepy. Um, like, it's a thing that he's known that, like, the end, like, where I'm ending, where my path is leading me is to Voldemort. Um, but then that means that he's losing a lot as well. And, like, you can take Jenny out of that or keep her in it. But regardless, that's just, like, a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then Harry's like, it won't happen again. Um, and then Ron looks half resentful. No shit, because you're leaving. Yeah, and then Ron looks half resentful, half sheepish, and is like, right then. Well, that's, yeah. Um, so then Jenny didn't seek another one-on-one meeting with Harry for the rest of the day. Um, and she basically just ignores it. She's like, nothing happened, whatever. Um, and then Charlie arrives. Hey! the part that will, that someone here will like. Hey! Um, which provided distraction. Because, because he forced him into a chair and raised her wand threateningly, announcing that he was about to get a proper haircut. Don't um, you which dare. always confused me because I always thought Bill was the one with the long hair. No, because in the movies they they just shoved them together. But I think Bill also no, has long because hair. Bill is the one he had a ponytail. Yeah, and, Bill also and has a long fang, hair. and a fang in his like his ear in his earring. And Ra- and Harry was like, he looks cool. Like that was like the thing because he thought he would look like a Percy, and he looks cool. Like, yeah. he literally wears a fang. But, so, I, and maybe maybe Charlie has both. long hair, too, but in my head, I always got that confused because I was like, wasn't that Bill? Like, wasn't that the Bill thing? But I don't think but Charlie's is, like, they both cool, can. long... 
in my in my brain, and I okay. know because I spent a lot of time with Charlie in mm-hmm. my brain. Mm-hmm. Charlie's hair isn't the cool ponytail. Like Bill goes down a Diagon Alley and gets like a blowout. Like Charlie is just living rough. <laughs> Not a blowout. Yeah, Charlie just <laughs> he's got no he don't got a lineup. He don't have no shape to it. It's just how it's growing out of his head. Some parts are singed, so some parts are shorter than others because, like, you know, it got singed off by, um, by Dragon's Breast. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a little matted in some places. Like, you just live in, you look like a Ocean Beach hippie. Like a, mm-hmm. like a hippie from, I don't know, like a, like a Berkeley People's Park loving, mm-hmm. you know, you see yeah, it. I do. I do know. Meanwhile, Bill has his hair in a, in a man bun, using the sleek Yeezys. Oh my god. He's got layers. It's, he's got like a feathering situation going on. Ooh. And they make fun of each other. I mean, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so then at Harry, so there's Harry's birthday dinner is outside because there is just not enough room at all. Um, Fred and George bewitched a number of purple lanterns, all emblazoned with the large number 17, um, hanging midair over the guests. Um, George's wound was now neat and clean, which is nice, thanks to Mrs. Weasley. Um, Hermione made purple and gold streamers up from the end of her wand and draped them over the trees, um, and then her, and then turned the leaves gold, and Ron says, nice, you've really got an eye for that sort of thing. Thank you, Ron, said Hermione, looking both pleased and a, and a little confused. Um, and then Harry realized that he might find a chapter on compliments in 12 fail-safe ways to charm witches, which is just like... Gross. Or just treat him like a human being. If you really honestly think that he has an eye for that sort of thing, just say that shit and, and mean it. it don't have to, you, why'd you have to read a book to know to compliment people? Like, I just don't... For them to then, for her to be... Thank you, Ron. <laughs> like, are you serious? This book, really? This book is all that? He has yeah. Okay. Okay. Um... I wonder, did she learn these spells at Hogwarts? Because, like, Harry don't know how to fix glasses. But she can turn leaves purple and gold? Okay. He can fix his glasses now. That's true. But you know what I mean? Like, well, I think that, like, it's probably a spell her, that they learned. But I think also a bunch part of it is also her. It's not that he... Ron didn't say that's a complex bit of magic. He said, you've got an eye for that sort of thing. So it's more the artistic part of it than it is the actual spell. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's like transfiguration or something like that, but I'm just like, or even a charm, like turn them gold for a little bit and then it'll wear off later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so Delia says, this is why I'm not down with Ron Miney. Um, the only reason she falls for him all the way is because of some pickup line book. <laughs> Ron didn't actually try, not really. And then Amani says, and Hermione would never fall for something so obvious. Um, which is, yeah. It just seems, yeah. it just, yeah. I just, the romance. And I don't even hate Ron Miney. Partially yeah. because I feel like it was set up, at least. Yeah, we were Not to say it that. was well done, but we saw it coming. Yeah. Like, we at least got a chance to put our seatbelts on. Right. When we got in the car. Um... Just, so. I mean, again. And I think that it could, I also think that they could work if, like, so Delia says there's no emotional growth. Like, if we had certain things, um, but I think that, like, if she had given the characters certain, like, 
If she had given them a whole work, year to, but... to be tortured over a hug. Right. Like, I just think, mean? I just think that she, it could have worked. And I think that that's often like why I don't have an issue with it. I think that like, but I also think a part of it is also because of my, in my, like you, you have to do work to make it feel. Yeah. To like sit right with you. Cause like in my head, I'm like, well, he grew like they're, they, they compliment each other in some ways. And so that could have, you know, manifested in whatever. Um, because in your head, he did grow. Right. Um, but also, that's like me doing that work. Yeah. Not actually what's in the It's text. not in the... First... But she's just is not a romance. She just can't do it. She, she cannot. It's just like, wow. It's really bad. It's, it's, like, it's wow. awful. Um, so then... Uh, okay, so then... <laughs> So he so he realizes this and he catches Jenny's eye and grins at her before remembering his promise to Ron. And I'm like, damn, she can't have friends. <laughs> guess what? Hey, guess what? Hey, chicken butt. No, uh, but also your bench as well. I'm bench. Yeah, you and Amani. I'm ki- everyone. I'm, I'm running. I'm running tally. What did I do? She can't have friends. You know what you did. Don't. don't. Why can't she have friends? Move on. Okay, moving on. So Mrs. Leslie comes through with a giant beach ball sized snitch, um, which Harry realizes is his birthday cake. So like, even though Harry was like, Mrs. Weasley, I'm looking, looking you in my, I'm looking you in the eye. Do not do hella shit. Don't do it. And she's like, it's cool. I got you. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go all out. I'm going to be, I'm going to be conservative mm-hmm. in my celebrating and my planning and in my cooking. I'm going to, you know, reel it in. But here, have a giant birthday cake shaped and decorated as a snitch. I mean, but to like, be just, honest, it's really... I love it. If she's good at fondant and she has a good, like, you know, eye for I'm it I'm sure already, fondant is much easier with a wand as right. well. Like, like, it's just a couple of cuts yeah. and some shaping. They yeah. do that shit on Bake Off in 20... 20- they do. They Even, like, like the, the kids can do one. it. On uh, I, There was, like, one random day where I ended up watching a kids baking championship mm-hmm. marathon. That's and they knew how to do that shit. They were like 11. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel it. I just love that, like, she really, like, I just, that's one of my favorite things with Mrs. Weasley. He's like, no, don't make a big fuss. It's fine. And she's like, no, it's cool. I just made this entire cake from scratch and then decorated it and all that. Yeah, I didn't make a fuss at all. No. Not at all. It was nothing. Nothing at all. Really? Well, everyone's in my kitchen. I did all yeah, this. Yes. This is why my <laughs> mom's house is called the burrow. Yeah. <laughs> my mother is Molly Weasley. Factual. And in, in, in a lot of the ways, in the out-of-pocket ways, because she is that as well, and in all of the lovey ways, mm-hmm. because my mama will hit you with the, Oprah said, girl, if you don't stop reading Rita Skeeter, <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, I saw on The View that, oh no, woman, no. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then... Um, Harry's like, that looks amazing, Mrs. Weasley. Oh, it's nothing, dear, she said fondly. And over her shoulder, Ron gave Harry the thumbs up and mouthed good one. He hasn't read the book. He just is being a genuine human being who said, wow, the cake that you just made from scratch and made into a snitch looks amazing. It just does. Why does he have to be trying to get some for Mrs. Weasley? That's weird. (laughs) 
Why are you? She's not trying to charm her. He genuinely thinks that shit is cool. And he's also just a genuinely charming person. Like you are, Ron. Ron, guess what? You're naturally charming. You're just also trash. (sighs) If you just stopped being trash, the charming would be better. What is this? Like, I just... It's dumb. That's what it is. Let's get to the stuff that is less... Yeah. yeah um so man the first half of this chapter is like wow and then the last half is wow wonderful <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> in a different way in a different way um yeah. so then uh haggard shows up wearing his harry brown suit um remus smiles when he shakes harry's hand but he thought he looked rather unhappy which was odd because talks was simply radiant and that's because somebody got a baby mm-hmm. got herself pregnant so, there's that. Um, and then my Hag- baby. <laughs> it's none of your business. And I'm just like, y'all ain't never heard like you gonna be this upset, but like you ain't heard a never mind, we'll get there because we don't know yet that she's pregnant, and so we'll save that for uh the bride. Um seventeen, eh, said Hagrid. Six years to the day since we met Harry. Um, do you remember it? Um, and then Harry's like, didn't you smash down the front door, give Dudley a pig's tail and tell me I was a wizard? And Hagrid's like, I forget the details. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about that. I just know we met. Um, and then he says um, that he's been busy at Hogwarts with newborn unicorns and that he'll show them when they get back. And I'm just like, how does no one like at least assume or at least think a little bit in the back of their head that like Harry at the very least wouldn't be coming back to Hogwarts? Because they're living in a fantasy world. Oh, you're living in okay. a fantasy. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. I gotta stop. Okay. I don't know. Um, so then Hagrid gives Harry a small, slightly furry drawstring pouch um, with a long string. It's moak skin, which you hide anything in there and no one but the owner can get it out, um, which is super nifty, if I do say so myself. Um, and then Hagrid's like, it's nothing, uh, after Harry thanks him, and he says, and there's Charlie, always liked him, hey Charlie, uh, so then Charlie shows up and is like, hey Hagrid, how's it going, been meaning to write for ages, how's Norbert doing, Norbert, Charlie laughed, the Norwegian Ridgeback, we call her Norberta now, um, and then he's like, Norbert's a girl, oh yeah, how can you tell, asked Hermione, which I'm just like, aren't there like, never mind, they're a lot more vicious, they're a lot more vicious, said Charlie. Um, and then he says, wish dad would hurry up and get here. Mom's a little edgy. Because they're they're waiting on Mr. Weasley, who's still at the ministry. Uh, the ministry. But now it's getting late, so she's like, is he good? You know? Because, again, we're in a Voldemort world. Um, and everyone's then, cock is on mortal peril mm-hmm. at all times. And then, but then uh, a Patronus flies into the yard, a bright silver weasel, which stands on its hind legs and speaks with Mr. Weasley's voice. Uh, Minister of Magic coming with me. So that's a way to party poop. Uh-huh. Uh, we shouldn't be here, said Remus at once. Harry, I'm sorry, I'll explain another time. He takes, he seizes Tonks's wrist and pulls her away. And they climb over the fence and vanish. Um, just was like, like Remus and peace out. Just awful. Just also though, I just keep seeing the um, Homer Simpson like backing into the... <laughs> Right. We gotta go. (laughs) Deuces disappears. (laughs) Oh, they'll just have to climb over the hedge and over the fence because, like, they can't apparate (laughs) over there. But, like, 
They would have if they could. Or the little like, baby one that she they run into the room and then turn right like turn around, turn around <laughs> run back out. <laughs> like ooh, ooh. <laughs> no thanks. Um, so then Mrs. Weasley is like the minister, but why I don't understand. Um, a second later, Mr. Weasley appeared, accompanied by Rufus Scrimger. Um, he's sour to intrude, he says, especially as I can see I'm gate crashing a party. His eyes linger for a moment on the giant snitch cake. And then he says, many happy returns. Harry's like, thanks. Um, and then Scrimger says he needs a private word with him, Ron, and Hermione. Um, and so then they, and then he, so then they go into the sitting room. But Scrimger kind of comes in just like barking orders. He's like, you can lead the way to Ron. Um, there will be no need for you to accompany us, Arthur. But it's just like, yo, this isn't your house. So. Right. And that's like, that's not your kid. It's not your kid. Like, Talk to my child that way. You have to mind. Um, so Harry's like trying to rack his brain. Like, why does Scrimger want to talk to the three of us? And he's like, he must somehow have learned that they weren't, they were planning to drop out of Hogwarts. Um, Which again, so I'm enter- with Bayana. It's just common sense at this point. Like. I just feel like there's no other option. Like, all the shit that they did just to get him to the borough, and they think he's just gonna be able to ride the train, and I just don't understand. But again, I know, the wizarding world and logic, they don't, they don't match. That's why they had Mundungus on that damn mission. Um, so they go inside, Harry flicks his wand at the oil lamps as he enters, um, and you know, look at him using nonverbal magic. Mm-hmm. Okay, growth. Um, I have some questions for the three of you, and I think it will be best if we do it individually. If you two, Scrimger points at Harry and Hermione, can wait upstairs, I will start with Ronald. Who and they're like, huh, are you talking to? <laughs> like, we ain't going nowhere. You can just talk to the three of us all together. How about that? Um, and then Scrimger's like, fine. I'm here, as I'm sure you know, because of Albus Dumbledore's will. Um, nope, didn't know. Which, yeah, and they are like, I nope, no idea what you're talking about. Never experienced that emotion. Um, and they're like, you weren't, and then he says, you were not aware that Dumbledore left you anything? All of us, said Ron. Me and Hermione too. Um, Harry says, Dumbledore died over a month ago. Why has it taken so long to give us what he left us? Isn't it obvious, said Hermione. They wanted to examine whatever he's left us. Um, you had no right to do that. I had every right, said Scrimger. The decree for justifiable, the decree for justifiable confiscation gives the ministry the power to confiscate the contents of a will. That law was created to stop wizards passing on dark artifacts, said Hermione. She's out here like, I I don't care who you mm. are. Mr. I know the law. What? Okay? Like, let's I, not... I moonlit as a wizard attorney for Hagrid not that long ago. I was 13. Ago. 14. When I was 14. Mm-hmm. I know the law. So, like, don't come don't come for me. Mm-mm. Okay? Um, and she says, are you telling me you thought Dumbledore was trying to pass us something cursed? Are you planning to follow a career in magical law, Miss Granger? Um, and she says, no, Drops I'm not. Bars. I'm, I'm hoping to do some good in the world. I have that on a shirt. <laughs> Isn't that HPA? No, it's um, Jordan Dean. Oh, lit. I wonder if the HPA has one, though. Both are I, would, I, would get, I would get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's just like, you know what? How about you? you How about she, that? He really thinks that he can come for her. And she said, I did not send for, send you. for you. Didn't ask. Didn't even say your name. Go ask your homegirl, Rita, about coming for me. Like, how about that? Go ask your, your side chick, Dolores, about what happens when you come for me, for mm-hmm. moi. 
Maybe. Does not end well. I don't Talk care. to Rita Skeeter. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are people. Right? Talk to Dolores Umbridge. Ask about me. They okay. know my name. Okay. Um. So then Harry says, why have you decided to let us have our things now? Can't think of a pretext to keep them. No, it'll be because the 31 days are up, said Hermione. They can't keep objects longer than that unless they can prove they're dangerous, right? Would you say that you were close to Dumbledore, Ronald? Asked Trimger. He's like, I'm losing control of the situation. Let me just flex or whatever. Um, Ron, me? Not, not, not really. It was always Harry who, and then he stops when Harry and, when he sees, um, Harry and Hermione, Hermione being like, Sam. Stop talking now. Like, bro, you see how I'm coming. Right. Why are you not matching my energy? Like, what's happening here? Um, so then, uh, Scrimger says, if you were not very close to Dumbledore, how do you account for the fact that he remembered you in his will? And my thing is, is like, why are, why is he so pressed about what Dumbledore's doing? Whoa! Like, that's not your job. Sorry, I'm on some stuff I found out in the chat, because that play. That oh, play. no, you can ignore that. That's I'm play. Talk about that. Just when you think that play couldn't get any worse, like. Yeah, no thanks. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, why are you interrogating children them about Dumbledore like that's not you doing nothing with Dumbledore and and his will is going to do have anything to do with Voldemort like it has you know it has to do with Voldemort and what he's leaving them but like it's not gonna help you in any way and you just interrogating him having him follow doing all this shit like you're just focused on the wrong person and that's why you got folks infiltrating the, the ministry that's why your ass about to be dead in a minute it's just like that was mean, but also, I mean, but true, not wrong. Um, but I want to just go. Delia says, "Shout out to Hermione out here with the facts. She knows a lot. She's right through your game. She ain't playing." And then she becomes a minister and hides the last time Turner in her bookcase. Nope. And rants into the Let's just let's leave that alone. Okay. I don't remember that happening. I don't remember that part either. But she does know the law. Mm-hmm. Indeed, does. And the HPA Indeed. does have a shirt. And it's cute. No, I'm gonna cop it. <laughs> um, so then he says, why do you think you were singled out? Ron's like, I don't know. When I say we weren't close, I mean, I think he liked me. You're being modest, Ron, said Hermione. Dumbledore was very fond of you. She's trying to course correct. She's like, you already messed it up. Um, and Harry's like, this is a reach, but I'm not gonna say nothing. Um, and so Scrimger then reads from the Last Will and Testament of Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore um, to Ronald Billius Weasley Lion and Brian the Illuminator. Lion Brian Sorry. Yes. Lion Brian. To Ronald Billius Weasley, I leave my Deluminator in the hope that he will remember me when he uses it. So the Deluminator, in case you're unaware, is what was so fondly named in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The Put Outer. Um, so, you know. Joe said, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and find out a better name. Because Put Outer was not the one. So now it's Deluminator. Um, It's a very valuable object, which may even be unique. Um, Certainly it's of Dumbledore's own design, says Scrimger. Um, Scrimger says, Dumbledore must have taught thousands of students, yet the only ones he remembered in his will are you three. Why is that? To what use did he think you could... You put use to his deluminator, Mr. Weasley. Put out lights, I suppose, mumbles Ron. Um, what else could I do with it? Scrimger had no suggestions, so he moves on. He says, to Miss Hermione Jane Granger, I leave my copy of the Tales of Beetle the Bard in the hope that she will find it entertaining and instructive. Um, so 
He passes her a book that looks as ancient as the copy of The Secrets of the Darkest Art. The title was in runes, so Harry can't read it because he had never taken that class. Um, so then he's like, why did you think Dumbledore left you that book? He knew I liked books, said Hermione. Um, and she's like starting to get emotional. Um, did you ever discuss codes or any means of passing secret messages with Dumbledore? No, I didn't, said Hermione. And if the ministry hasn't found any, hasn't found any hidden codes in this book in 31 days, I doubt I will. Um, to Harry James Potter, I leave the snitch he caught in his first Quidditch match at Hogwarts as a reminder of the rewards of perseverance and skill. Um, and then Scrimgeour's like, why did Dumbledore leave you the snitch? And Harry's like, for the reasons you just read out, probably? I don't know. Like, why are you asking? Ask him! He's like, like, (laughs) um, and so then he's like, you think this is a mere symbolic keepsake? And Harry's like, I guess, like, mm, I don't know, bro. I noticed your birthday cake is in the shape of a snitch. Why is that? And Hermione laughs and she's like, it can't be a reference to the fact that Harry's a great seeker. That's way too obvious. There must be a secret message from Dumbledore hidden in the icing. (laughs) And then Scrimgeour's like, I don't think there's anything hidden in the icing, but a snitch is a very good hiding place for a small object. Um, You know why, I'm sure. And Harry's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know nothing. Nobody tell me nothing, sir. Just call me Jon Snow, okay? I know the zero The beauty things. of this is that he actually really does not know. Exactly. No clue. Absolutely no He's clue. He's like, could you He's tell like, me I'm though? Because I'm, I'm about to embark on a journey in which knowledge could be power. So if you would like to tell me, I will take that. I will take these lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Hermione says, um, snitches have flesh memories. Um... And Scrimgeour says, correct, a snitch is not touched by bare skin um, before it is released, not even by the maker who wears gloves. It carries an enchantment by which it can identify the first human to lay hands upon it in case of a disputed capture. Um, which is smart. You know? When you don't have videos. Right. You know what I mean? And like, well, back the like tape. It shouldn't be that. It should be like a well-known thing. Right, and that's know. the thing. So both Harry and Ron are like, what? And they, like, they're surprised that Hermione knows, but then also... Ron's been watching Quidditch his whole know. life. How do you not know? They have no idea. They have no idea. How do you not know? It's like the same thing where when you watch soccer, like so there's a there's a, a sensor in the ball and in the goalpost, so it knows if it crossed over. This might only be in the World Cup, though. It may not be in all... But whatever, because, like, sometimes the ball will cross the plane or it'll hit off the post or something, but it'll hit off the inside of the goalpost, not the outside of the goalpost. And so it helps. Yeah. Or the tags, like, when you're a marathoner. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, technology, sporting technology. And yet, we all know that. Um, Amani says better than VAR. So much better than VAR. Like, it's just, yeah. But yes. Um, so the snitch will remember your touch, Potter. Um, Dumbledore might have enchanted the snitch so that it will only open for you. And Harry's like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> uh-oh. Um, and Scrimgeour's like, perhaps you already know what the snitch contains. And Harry's like, nah, no idea. Um, then Scrimgeour passes it to Harry. Nothing happens as Harry's fingers close around the snitch. Its tired wings fluttered and were still. That was dramatic, said Harry. Both Ron and Hermione laughed. That's all then, is it? To ask Hermione. Not quite. Dumbledore left you a second bequest, Potter. The sword of Gryffindor. Um, so where is it? Said Harry. 
Um, unfortunately, the sword was not Dumbledore's seal of the way. The sword of Godric Gryffindor is an important historical artifact, and as such, belongs. It belongs to Harry, said Hermione. It chose him. Um, according to reliable historical sources, a sword may present itself to any worthy Gryffindor that does not make it the exclusive property of Mr. Potter. Um, and then he's like, why do you think Dumbledore wanted me to give, sorry, wanted to give me the sword, said Harry. Maybe he thought it would look nice on my wall. This is not a joke, Potter, growled Scrimger. Was it because Dumbledore believed that only the sword of Godric Gryffindor could defeat the heir of Slytherin? Did he wish to give you that sword, Potter, because he believed, as do, as do many, that you were the one destined to destroy he who must not be named? And I'm like, how about you do your job case, and find like, out those answers for yourself the next time on Dragon Ball Z? Like, why don't okay. you? Why are you talking to Harry about do this? that work? Um, interesting theory, said Harry. Has anyone tried sticking a sword in Voldemort? Maybe the Ministry should be, should put some people on that. You know, instead of stripping yeah. down Deluminators and covering out breakups, or breakouts from Azkaban. Mm. How about that? How about that? He said, is this, he said, this is what you've been doing, shut up in your office? People are dying and you're just, you know, stripping a will? That's crazy. Voldemort chased my ass across three counties. Mm-hmm. Where was Killed you? Killed Mad Eye Moody. Y'all ain't said nothing about Mad Eye. Where was you? And he's like, you know, famous. And you expect us to cooperate with you? Mm. You go too far, shouted Scrimger. And I'm like, does he though? He, or is he just telling you facts? Because he, he poured you some tea. I think that this is like amazing hospitality. You crash Harry Potter's birthday party and he sits you down and serves you tea. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of a better, more hospitable, like, thing to do. Poured some tea, read you like a book. Right. Like, you know. On his birthday. That's what one does. On his birthday. Set you down, got you comfortable. What you talking about? Crazy. So then Scrimger jabs the point Uh-oh. of his wand into Harry's t-shirt. Um, Ron jumps up with his own wand and Harry's like, nah, bro, like he's gonna, do you want him, do you want him to give, sorry, do you want to give him an excuse to arrest us? Um, remembered you're not in school, have you? Said Scrimger. And I'm just like, you're going to arrest Harry Potter. Don't act like you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you may wear that scar like a crown, Potter, but it is not up to a 17-year-old boy to tell me how to do my job. Well. It's it's time you learn some respect. It's time you earned it. Oop. Uh, Period. Oop. Uh, and then Hermione said, bloop. <laughs> Hello. It's right there on page 130. Go back. Go back to the text and read it. Um, okay. So then Mr. and Mrs. Weasley run in. Like, we heard, we thought we heard raised voices. Um, Scrimger, you know, takes his, takes, he has a woosah moment. He says, it was nothing. I regret your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, you seem to think that the ministry does not desire what you, what Dumbledore desired. We ought to be working together. I don't like your methods, Minister, remember? And he raised up his right fist. I must not tell lies. Um, showed white on the back of his hand. Uh, Scrimger's expression hardened. And so, like, obviously all that Umbridge stuff did not happen while he was Minister. But he didn't do anything to stop Umbridge Is she Umbridge still working there? Then. She's still working there. She has a high position. Mm-hmm. She, You know what I mean? Like, it's not like... The the system has changed, and I think that Harry is very much aware of the fact that just because like the person changes doesn't mean that the system is has changed. 
Um, and they and, and the first the thing keeps thinking he keeps approaching Harry, thinking that he's like this kid who'll just think, "Oh, you're not Fudge, so right, whatever." Um, but and he also like the first time he approached Harry, approached him on some of the same shit that Fudge did. Like they didn't even. It was actually very wow, very similar to the way that Harry approached Slughorn, which was like, "Let me come in mm-hmm. doing the same exact shit." As Tom and see if that gets right. me what I want. And it's like, you can't use the same methods when he obviously, like, it didn't work with Fudge just because you have a different face doesn't mean you haven't right. made any substantial changes. Mm-hmm. Really have not. Um, so then they go back. So then Scringer leaves. Um, they go back to the dinner because, you know, it's still Harry's birthday and they're supposed to be celebrating. Excuse me. Um, the three objects Scrimger had given them were passed from hand to hand. Um, people, everyone's just like looking at it. No one really knows what it is, but you know, they're just like speculating. Um, and then after, after birthday or after the celebration, Harry tells Hermione, um, to meet he and Ron upstairs. Um, up in the attic room, Ron examines the deluminator and Harry fills Hagrid's milkskin purse, not with gold, but with items he most prized um so the marauder's map the shard of sirius's enchanted mirror and rib's locket um hermione walks in uses the muffliato spell on the door um and ron's like i feel she didn't approve of that spell but hermione's like nigga we're in the year of Voldemort, so <laughs> times change up. motherfucker okay um so then now she says shows to the illuminator, and then she says the thing is we could have achieved that with Peruvian Peruvian instant darkness powder. Um, still, it's cool," said Ron. Um, "I know, but surely he wouldn't have singled you out in his will just to help you turn out the lights." Um, and then Harry's like, "You think he knew the Ministry would confiscate his will?" And Hermione's like, "Definitely, he couldn't tell us why he was leaving us those things in the will, but that still doesn't explain why he couldn't have given us a hint while he was alive." Asked Ron, which. Mm. Is not wrong. Amani is um, typing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Hermione's like, she's looking through her book. If these things are important enough to pass right under the nose of the ministry, you'd think he'd have let us know why, unless he thought it was obvious. Um, and then Ron's like, clearly it's not. What, like, I, I'm confused. I don't understand why. Um, and then Harry's, and then Hermione's like, what did Scrimger think was gonna or she said when scrimger made you take the snitch i thought something was gonna happen and harry's like well i wasn't gonna try too hard in front of scrimger um and is like y'all remember the first the first snitch i ever caught and ron's like ooh, 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 i know i know it's the first one you you almost swallowed it um so then harry's like right so he presses the snitch to his mouth nothing oh it doesn't open um but hermione notices writing on it the writing says i open at the close um and so hermione and ron are both like i don't know i hope they're just kind of like repeating it you know um and then and the sword said ron why did he want harry to have the sword um why couldn't he just have told me said harry if he wanted me to have it why didn't he just give it to me when i was in his office um, and then Hermione's like, and as for this book, The Tales of B. the Labard, I've never even heard of them. Um, so before we get into that, I will say that, like, Dumbledore is interesting because he 
spent all that time telling Harry about Horcruxes, right? And, like, one of the things that he leaves, we'll find out later, like, the story of Gryffindor um, can destroy Horcruxes because it's been imbued with the Basilisk venom from when Harry killed the Basilisk. Um, and so that's why he left it. So he, but, but at the same time, two of these three gifts are about hollows. Yeah. And he never brought that Um, up, but he never brought it up. So it's very much so like the, the snitch has the resurrection stone inside of it. And then tales will be the Labard has the original tale telling of the tale of the three brothers, which is the the deathly deathly hollows. And so, then there's, you know, we'll later get to the moment in Shell Cottage where Harry is having this moment of, like, Horcruxes versus Hollows. I don't know what to do. Um, but, and then I think, like, when he makes that decision, he's very much like, Dumbledore told me about the Horcruxes. But in my head, I'm like, if Dumbledore told you about the Horcruxes and you're choosing that, then why then choose, like, why then would he bring up the Hollows at all? Because I think afterwards he thinks Voldemort has the horcruxes that's his insurance policy but he thinks he's gonna go after the hallows so if you Mm. know what voldemort's going after like you still have to get rid of all the horcruxes because that's how he dies but you also know what he's thinking and what his like plans are and Mm. you can thwart those as much as possible and dumbledore knows he can thwart those as much as possible because he has all the hallows so right like or he thinks he has all the hallows. So, like, have you ever played that game Assassins? Yeah, well, no, I didn't, but my school did. Yeah. So it's like you need to, like, you have the name of the person that you're going after, but you also still need to be thinking about who might have your name. Who's coming after you. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to, like, be of two minds. Like, I need to, like, focus on getting my person, but I also need to focus on not getting got. Mm-hmm. And so who has who am I like, oh, so-and-so got taken out by so-and-so, so that means how many other people are in the game? You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of chess pieces moving around. And I think that that is what Dumbledore is trying to get at. It's like, yeah. you need to focus on killing these horror cruxes, but Voldemort's going after the Hallows, so if you can make that more difficult for him, in while you were, like your main focus is destroying horror cruxes, like, do that at every turn. Mm-hmm. It. so but in a very Dumbledore way in which it's very hard to like unpack all that shit and he like there are things he could have just said, said. yeah to be and also he could have told funny. the ministry no maybe he couldn't have told the ministry never mind like I was yeah. like he could have just been like Ayo Mad-Eye at least maybe not the ministry but Ayo Mad-Eye it's starting to look like bruh's gonna go after these these Deathly Hollows, and whether you believe in them or not, he does. So, mm-hmm. like, just collect. Yeah, do something about it. Yeah. Misinform, misdirect. I don't know, but like, let other people know, and that could be a thing that like the Order knows about. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be as tight of a secret, right? The Ministry doesn't need to know, but like the Order should know. Like everyone, it benefits everyone if they all know that Voldemort's going after. Hollows. At least the Elder One, because I don't think he knows about the Hollows. I think he's specifically after the Elder One, and he doesn't know about the Elder One within the same like lore as the other two. Oh, okay. He's very much like Grindelwald is the one who was going from after Hollows. Mm. 
and Voldemort is using Horcruxes, but he's looking for the Elder Wand because he knew that that was like the unbeatable wand. Yeah, that. Um, it's hard to even say Grindelwald and not think of about some bullshit. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <sighs> right at the time. Sorry for bringing it up. Um, you've never heard of the tales of Beetle the Bard, said Rod. You're kidding, right? No, I'm not, said Hermione. Do you know them then? Well, of course I do. Um, Harry looked up the circle because he's like, since when has Ron known something and Hermione <laughs> didn't? That's wild. Um, oh, come on. All the old kids stories are supposed to be beetles, aren't they? The Fountain of Fair Fortune, the Wizard in the Hopping Pot, Babbity Rabbity and her cackling stump. Excuse me, said Hermione. What was that last one? Come off it, said Ron. You must have heard of Babbity Rabbity. Ron, you know full well Harry and I were brought up by muggles. We didn't hear stories like that when we were little. We heard Snow White and the Southern Dwarves and Cinderella. What's that, an illness? Said Ron. <laughs> I really it's, love this part. It's so funny to me because, like, these parts, I love them too. But, like, the differences between muggles and and wizard-born children, I feel like would be the only things I talk to people about if I was muggle-born. Yeah. Like, especially in the well, first, I like, year or two. But I also think that, like, if no one has mentioned babbity-rabbity, right? Like, and, like, and I think... Hermione is often looking for, you know, she's reading textbooks and she's learning about like the, just like the world in general. And I don't, you know, it's easy to overlook something like childhood stories. And a lot of these people, so like Ron says that he doesn't know what the original versions are. They're just like stories his parents told him. Yeah. Right. So like they may have changed. It's like a thing that you have in your childhood and then you don't really think about it because in your head, everyone's, you know what I mean? Like I can see how it wouldn't come up. Especially someone who like like Hermione, who was not like going out reading fairy tales. Yeah, that's just not like her. Genre. I just feel like I would be the kind of kid that's like, "What did y'all eat? What did you yeah. do?" Like the like, I, I need to like immerse me in your culture. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say that one of the things I like about like having the three of them is I like in the moments where like two of them have this connection that the other one doesn't. So like Harry and Hermione are both Muggle raised. Uh, Harry and Ron are like both not even just past like both boys like they are they're best friends it's like the first person that Harry ever met and so they have like in the wizarding world and mm-hmm. they have like this connection where they're basically brothers Ron and Hermione go together or something and or so something. they each have a thing <laughs> um yes so then um Something creaks downstairs. Probably just Charlie, now that Mum's asleep, sneaking off to regrow his hair, said Ron. All the same, we should get to bed with for Hermione. It wouldn't do to, to oversleep tomorrow. Um, and then... Oh, got it. I got um, it. And then Ron is like, no, a brutal triple, mur- triple murder by the bridegroom's mother might put a bit of a damper on the wedding. Um, so then he clicks his illuminator as Hermione leaves the room because now he's got... His own clapper. Okay, clap, clap on, on, clap, clap off. off. Um, I wish. So it's really funny because Maggie says that if um, Dumbledore really wanted them to work it out, he should have had them doing um, puzzles and word problems for extra homework. And it goes, that part again goes to my idea of like, or I think you said like he should have been training all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because I think that even if there were things that he didn't tell them, which, you know, like I'm pu- I'm putting that aside 
like even if there were things that he didn't tell them at least they would know they had all the same information and i also think that like hermione is very smart and can surmise some things yeah you know like she'd be able to read between the lines even in moments where she knows that they're not like where dumbledore is not specifically telling them something so i don't know yeah this feels like he's setting them up for something it's not necessarily to fail but it's not they have a lot they have to a lot of work they have to do yeah. When after having spent after Harry spent all that time with him, like it just feels like they should have less work to do. But also, you know, that would make for a boring story. So that is very true. All right, cool. MVP Hermione Jean Granger. Nice because because you know the clapbacks, the tea, the read. You know, we know that she loves a good book. Mm-hmm. And Scrimger popped up and she was like, oh, wow. <laughs> let me read it's my time. Let me read you okay. like a good book. I'm ready to read. That's that's all I've ever wanted to do. That's my jam. So come at me. Um, in addition to just being prepared, you know, she swooped up Harry's gifts and was like, got you packing them We're ready. <laughs> like she's and and like, I just love that she hasn't even told them that she's like or told them what she's done or like how she's packing. She's just like, I'm packing. Yep, ready to and go. And they're not even thinking about that shit. They're not even thinking about being ready on. They're just letting mm-hmm. her do everything. They're like, and after the wedding, then we'll get it all together. And she's, she's so, like, we, we don't know. Get ready or stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Right? That's the exactly. that's the motto. Mm-hmm. That's the motto of the prepared witch. Exactly. Um, this one was hard. Uh, it was like a tie between Harry and Hermione for me because. Mm-hmm. Of the clapbacks, and um, yeah. since you chose Hermione, I'm gonna choose Harry. Like that's literally okay. I was, I've I've benched a few people, so I figure I will <laughs> only MVP one. one. <laughs> yeah, but. and it was really the clapbacks, and 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 being so like thankful for to Mrs. Weasley and like genuine, mm-hmm. and being actually charming without having to read a book, right. Okay, just like, you know, yep. treating someone like a human being, yep. being appreciative, just because you are appreciative. Just being know? a good human. Yep. And not wanting a cookie about for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, we have Maggie Bench- or sorry, Maggie makes Hermione her MVP for being versed in wizarding laws and using that knowledge to push back against improper use of ministry power and for already doing good in this world. Already... Mm. I'm currently doing good. Delia MVPs Harry sassier than a motherfucker Potter reading Scrimger to filth and Hermione was back there hyping him up like, yup, bars. <laughs> and Amani MVPs Hermione. She deserves it, but Shady Harry dropping bars will always have a place in his heart. So Accurate. Yeah, we're all on similar pages. Same page. Read. Read and the MVP is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you bitch? I bitch Scrimger because I need him to sort out his priorities and like other people were doing other things, namely Ron and like JK Rowling's writing. But like Scrimger, I just feel like in terms of the scheme of things and in terms of like the overall plot and the end game and defeating Voldemort is just like, what are you doing? bro? I really need you to stop saying end game. This is very emotionally fraught for me. Sorry. My fault. My fault. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like you said it a couple times and every time I'm like, I ah, I wasn't thinking about I it. I know you. I, I know because it. it's a it's a popular. But you're correct. Popular you're correct. term I'll that Marvel was just like. Guess carefully. what? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I just think that he is not 
putting the resources that he has at his disposal um, to the correct things. And it's part of the reason why Voldemort was able to infiltrate the ministry so easily. Agreed. So. Agreed. Um, yeah. So I benched you because oh. you're out of pocket. I benched Amani because he's out of pocket. I gave Delia, Delia a bench, but I, I'll leave it because I've already benched. I benched basically, I benched the chat because y'all, I got no chill. And then on top of that, also, and as well, I benched Ron. Because um, he's just, like, off. He's just mm. off. Like, the the pickup line book, the, the cock blocking the sister and, and Harry, the yelling at Harry and not giving Ginny any agency. And then, like, Scrimger comes and then, like, he just is, like, not quick on the come up. And, like, of all this, like, now is the time in which I need you to be a step ahead. I need you to be quick. I need you to not miss a beat. Um, so Ron has to like be benched for that. I feel that. So Maggie benches Scrimger for daring to crash Harry's birthday for political reasons. Mere weeks after disturbing Harry's grieving at Dumbledore's funeral for political reasons, he needs to go back to charm school. I didn't even think about that. Like he did. <laughs> it's true. This is like, yeah. Pull him aside for Dumbledore's funeral. And then, and then like three weeks later, know, just, yeah. back at it, same ask. Uh, Delia benches Ronald Billius Weasley for being heavy on some patriarchal bullshit. Fam, why does he need to pick up book to try and manipulate Hermione into liking him when he's known her for years? It should not be that hard. Seriously. if Yeah, I just feel like if it's going to be that hard, you should just let that one go. Yeah. Just be friends. That's fine. Uh, I feel like I should like take a deep breath, drink some water, and get prepared mm-hmm. for this one. Amani benches the raggedy ass ex headmaster who can't be bothered to lift a finger against staff bullying his students, but has time to be petty and manipulative while passing clues under the ministry's nose from beyond the grave. When you know good and goddamn well the people you're giving them to don't understand. Also, you know why you gave him the resurrection stone, Albus? Because you still didn't tell him he's a horcrux and has to die, and you need to trigger his trauma again to get him to do it willingly. Oh my god. All that last part was in all caps. Ooh, child. A whole essay. Ooh, chale. Uh, Delia, Delia gives him a standing ovation, and I just want to also reiterate that I did bench Amani earlier, <laughs> before that, because chill. That's hilarious. Cool. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Next week, we will be discussing Chapter 8 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows: The Wedding. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who was benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter, at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team, join our Slack, join our Facebook group, read our fix, have a, get ready for Black Wizard History Right. Month. Have a wonderful start to your new year. Mm-hmm. Have it go on an adventure, change the world, see a show, go watch Spider-Man again. All the good Mentally things. prepare yourself for Game of Thrones and Avengers. Ugh. Because that's like, now, you know. Ron, the well, ca- we have Captain Ma- we have Captain Marvel to look forward to. That's true. That is. Let's true. do that first. And then and then it then there are, it's going to be intense. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, y'all.